Welcome to Bruin Source. This is Isaiah. This is Zed. And we're back. It's been a few weeks. Life has happened. Um, but we're back. And a lot of football has been played as well, but we'll get to that later. Uh, but Surprising yeah. football. Surprising football. Um, but today we wanted to talk about other things that are happening um, <clears throat> in the Bruin sphere. Actually, you know what? I'm looking on Twitter as we speak, and it looks like we got our first commitment of the booms. Do you see this, Zed? Um, I'm refreshing. Who'd we get? Oh, there we go. Loya. Got Loya. Boom. This is uh, where we cue like an A clap or like the, uh, the fight song. <laughs> <laughs> that, might be, uh, that might be sort of obnoxious. Yeah. Wow, I'm looking at these graphics that Andrew did. They're pretty good. Yeah. So, yeah. So, that's good. I think that um, it speaks to football is in a, a good place, a better place than it was a month ago. So, that's always a good thing. What, what changed? Um, I don't know if we're just better. Uh, once we take some time to to look at the schemes after our bye, and uh, we got a lucky break with Stanford, which allowed us to to experiment a lot of things, um, such as blitzing things that work elsewhere in the football world, stunts, um. Yeah, it just seemed like our coaches grew confidence in what they can do with our players. You see our cornerbacks are now pressing, not even just Holmes. Usually they will have Holmes, the only one that's pressing, and uh, now they have Williams. I've seen him up um, in the last game. So, yeah, it's it's interesting to see. I know it, defense changed so much dramatically over the past three games. There's rumors that were going around that. That coach as wasn't calling the plays any longer that it actually was passed along to Rhodes, which I find that hard to believe. But uh, it is pretty interesting here and even the conversations that the recruits are having when they're speaking about defense and they're not cornerbacks and they're talking about how they speak to Coach Rhodes. So I think that's something to keep an eye out on to see what's going on with the defense personnel. But, yeah, our defense changed. It's it, it's kind of funny. It's like it's a lot of what like us – I would call, uh, I guess I won't insult everybody, but like myself, I would consider myself sort of a football idiot. Like I'm not a coach or know, you know, the inside outs. Like I don't live, breathe coaching football. But like just from a semi-informed, I would say, but like casual still um, spectator, they just started doing everything that we've been saying and like a lot of fans have been calling for and it worked. Like, I don't know why it took this long for them to the coaching staff who's paid millions and millions of dollars to figure this stuff out this long to do this. That's sort of the frustrating part of all of it. It's like, yeah, you know, we look good. We've, or look better we have you know we've won three in a row but why didn't we do this to start off with and if you know fine first game two games maybe you know we're we're playing around with other things and it's not working why were these adjustments not made you know a month two months ago it's that's that's the part that really bothers me yeah 
I agree. I do think we and that's have both on defense and on offense. And I don't, you know, I don't want to do too much of the of the season review because I do think the some of the, there are some losses that that were just egregious and just horrible play calling and just shouldn't have happened with us. But I also I think it was just like you said a lack of consistency amongst the personnel um, and also the injuries like at key games like if you look back uh and combine that with just the consistency of our coaches not adjusting as you said and that was a frustrating part so <clears throat> what we saw um throughout the first six games and you know Washington state being such a, a, a like a one off that you can't really explain in any universe uh there was this frustration of just you you felt like you were in this purgatory of just of the 49er chip um, with his friends and they weren't going anywhere and you didn't see any progression. So it's it's quite amazing. But yeah, it is it is a tell to, to think like we were things were working at the end of last year. We saw progression. Why does this start to feel like deja vu in that sense? And it brings some worrisome of like next season. We don't want to go through the same, you know, roller coaster ride, but it is something to see <clears throat> and something to keep an eye on uh, moving right. forward. And and it it does bring some uneasiness to to what our team's going to be. But these 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 three wins have been convincingly. I mean, I would say the last two wins have convinced me that the the team itself, the players, are gaining enough confidence that hopefully. We won't fall back into what we saw earlier this season. And I agree with you. It, it is going to be a question mark, and it's going to be something that all fans are going to be asking moving into next season because we now there's a trend. If we finish this season strong, there's a trend of um, do we start it Do we start it as strong as we should, you know, without right. having to climb ourselves out of a hole to meet it the just, expectations. It doesn't make sense to do that. Yeah, because most of us, I think our expectations were modest um, for the team's talent, and it was that we expected a bowl game. And now, you know, we like our chances. We see now what if I would say most Vegas has us at 5.5 right now, so we've increased where a month ago it would have probably been at, what, 4, I would think. And so yeah. we've reached that total. And... <clears throat> You know, and now media's they're starting to project us at uh, for you know the lower bowls. But it is it is one of those things. We don't want that to be a, a trend, especially when we see how great these players have been. <clears throat> I think one thing that has been telling is the fact that, and I think we spoke about this the last time we talked about. We actually spoke, you know, about our team was that. I am only going to be convinced that things are falling apart when I see players of Chip Kelly's, um, Chip Kelly's, yeah, of his of his team and his recruits, and we haven't seen that yet, you know. And I think, uh, I mean, Theo might even be like, "Man, I shouldn't have red shirt," <laughs> you know. In in that sense, as he I congratulates, but I know, and I I don't I, he can't come back, but just it, it is interesting to see. I think it it'll be quite a narrative to see how this season plays out no matter, you know, what happens. We're in an interesting place again where we, you know, we're in this mix. It's this ambivalent feeling of hope, 
of puzzling of like why are we in this position you know are you teasing us again you know as we we were coming up against a pretty tough opponent but it, it i agree with you that it's it's frustrating to say like what happened you know like imagine our team again we can go through scenarios and, and it's already happened our team's playing well right now we're happy for them and we're seeing the results of that or we're seeing the re- the residuals and <clears throat> it, but imagine the Colorado game um you know us being 5 and 2 or um maybe i have the record wrong what would it be we would be 4 and 2 maybe no 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 we'll be yeah 5 and we'll be 5 and 3 or 6 and 2 coming into the Colorado game the way the team's playing and it, and then USC gets stomped out by Oregon. Like, it's just, it feels like somewhat of a missed opportunity, but, like, the game was exactly what we wanted with a few mistakes, and obviously the team needs to grow. But, it, again, it comes to that. I agree. Like, that is going to be a question mark moving forward with the Chip Kelly era. What's, there's, too many, there's too many scenarios of what-ifs with the way the team is now playing the last, you know, two games maybe three um and i'll count the game against stanford because you know what we hadn't beaten them in 11 years regardless of who their quarterback was that game has some significance despite what uh chip says and you know there was a kind of dark cloud always hanging over that game because we hadn't won in so long so you know build building off that into the next last two games after that like it's yeah i just wish you know we had realized and the coaches had realized some of these things a little earlier is all and look and, and you know just you know besides the on field uh effects of winning you now have you know recruiting um positivity happening there's you know we just like we just mentioned a few minutes ago uh Logan Loya four star uh wide receiver recruit just committed. Uh, we have, you know, two other boom watches um, based on Ethan Young, the uh, director of recruiting's tweets. So, you know, we're looking out for a couple of other commits coming down the pipeline very soon. Um, so, you know, some people think it's Bryant Struther, the linebacker um, from Who's uh, announcing tomorrow. Well, by the time we post this, he probably is committed. But, yeah. Right. Um it could be Damien Seller from Saguaro, Arizona, the other linebacker. Um, John Vaughns from St. Bosco is another possibility. Um, Who comes from a very athletic... Baseball. Yeah, and I, I, I really like Vaughns just because of the fact that we eat into that USC family, whose older brother, Tyler, plays a, you know is one of the, the bright spots for the Trojans. So it'll be good to get get the younger brother who seems... I mean, he seems like a grown man. It's It's pretty cool. And he looks good in the pinstripe. Yeah, he's he's a he's a high level baseball player, and you gotta you gotta think that you know being on, you know a hopefully surging UCLA football program, but also a baseball program that you know pretty consistently competes for national championships now, uh, has got to be attractive. So you know, there's we have you know two more. We're kind of on alert for two more commits. So out of those three, we're hoping to get you know. At least two of them right now, and maybe the even the third one down the road. So, 
Yeah, it's just, you know, everybody, you know, fans, other people who just pay attention to, to UCLA football have been saying this. You know, you win a few games and good things will happen, you know, for the players' confidence and for recruiting. And that seems to be really happening um, just by putting some of the, our guys in better positions with a little bit better scheming. Um, so, you know, it's, it's exciting um, now. You know, we're, we're still in the thick of things in the South. Um, I will not make any predictions. Uh, Isaiah and I talked about this before we started recording. We were, will not be speaking to, you know, what we think will happen going forward right now. We we're just going to, we're, we're going to ride the wave, ride the streak and ride the wave. Yeah. But you know, there's, there's, there is hope now, you know, and, and that's, Kind of an amazing thing to say. If you probably listened to me a month ago in our last episode, which was probably three weeks ago, like I was, I was, you know, teetering on the edge of jumping off the proverbial cliff here. Uh, so, you know, to, to look back at that time and to look at it now, it is kind of turning almost full 180. Uh, and, you know, I, I am more than happy to eat crow. If, you know, Chip truly does turn the season around. So, you know, it's fun now, at least at the very bare minimum. It's fun now. Also, I mean, props to Zed. You stuck it out and went to many of the games this year. Did you only miss one? Am I right? No, I've only been, I only went to uh, one game so far. Oh, man, that's amazing. Oh, two games, two games. Yeah, I was going to say you definitely went to two, but you went to more than <laughs> enough. So, <laughs> yeah, props to you. I, I would have liked to have gone to more. I just uh, was not able to this year, unfortunately. But, yeah, so I've been to two, and I'll probably I'll almost 99% go to the Cal game. So there'll be a third a third game at least. So I'll, I'll have at least gone to half of them, but... Yeah, it was, and I was there this last Saturday, and you know there there were a okay number of fans. It was still pretty empty, but people who were there were excited. It got a little loud a few times on a few big third downs. Um, yeah, we heard it on TV. It we had his moments, especially in the first quarter. Yeah, and so we can only hope that you know with if this season ends on a strong note we can get more people back in the rose bowl uh more consistently and fill that thing up a little bit more but um and again that's just another net effect of of us winning games and maybe you know by the time we get to the cal game it will be will be full who knows um I think we will also be remiss if we didn't speak on just the performance of the offense and how the game has slowed down so much for DTR and how he's seeing the field. He's throwing with confidence. Even when he makes mistakes, he's bounced back and he hasn't, you know, let that affect his game. I think that's been the, one of the brightest spots of the season is to see how he's grow managed. Up. Grow up and, and just to see he makes a mistake and it doesn't define his game. Um, yeah. When he threw, when he threw that touchdown, I mean, when he threw the interception. Well, first when he threw the touchdown, that was just like it was a complete high, and you're like, how does he sustain it? You know, and then we started to falter off a little bit. You know, um, some a few drop passes that shouldn't have been dropped. One from Asi Asi. I mean, the one everybody remembers is Irwin, uh, yeah. but. <clears throat> 
but other than that like it, it was it, we played so well that's the thing we played so well we were able to put ourselves in a position where that didn't wasn't you know the cause for us to lose and that's the biggest thing um and so just DTR uh Josh Kelly's now leading the Pac-12 in rushing with over 800 yards and he's healthy it, and he looks great and he looks like the the running back we know. I mean, I'm I'm still expecting him to be a late round NFL uh, pick or undrafted. He just or undrafted, just you know, Jim. That's just looked at like, oh my gosh, how did you guys let this guy slip away? Because he is so shifty, and I I think he, he honestly is my favorite running back that I've you know that for a while. I would say since I've gone to UCLA. Um, We've had some good ones, you know, over the past uh, decade with MJD and Deshaun. But Kelly, by far, just personality, the whole package. I love his whole story, everything. So I'm I'm glad to see him on excelling. And then also Sean Ryan. Oh, like he's grown up. He went from, you know, getting penalties in the Cincinnati game, you know, in the first drive to now just him and Duke Clemens, they're looking like our future, and it's great to see. Right, the O-line is, is really gelled and, and is, you know, I wouldn't say they're great yet, but they're they're solid, and they're giving DTR time to, to throw and, and dissect the field a little bit longer. So that's definitely been a huge development. Um, but also, you know, going back to some the running backs, besides Kelly, now we're getting Irby in there, we're getting Allen in there, um, and so we're getting a kind of a healthier stable of backs that can do different things for us, and that is helpful um, to get this offense kind of a, a more dynamic look. Uh, we saw you know, or, or Casimir Allen get a, a you know a swing pass out of the backfield this past game for that went for a, a good chunk play. Um, and so, you know, just having those weapons is, is helpful. And we're seeing DTR being able to utilize them with the, you know, improved O-line play. And so uh, the offense looks pretty good. It does. It really does. Yeah, it's, uh, a, it's, it's an exciting time. We'll see what, what happens in the next few weeks. But, you know, we have a bye week, so hopefully we take some more time to improve. And we'll see what happens against Utah. Yeah. Um, and then I, the only other thing I'll say is that if the way that we've uh, hit this weekend and took advantage of uh, getting these linebackers, I'm really excited for that. If we can do that with, you know, the trenches and get some big guys up for a visit and able to convince them, similar to how we, we've got a lot of linebackers lined up to commit or defensive ends. Oh, man, I'll be so I'll, I'm satisfied with the recruiting if that's the case. So. Yeah, that's agreed. that's that's my only thing on the checklist. After that, then you know, aside from the season, hopefully, you know, the wish list is there, and obviously, still being able to reach a bowl. But um, if we Speaking can, speaking of linebackers, um, Chris Barnes got a lot of love in the national media um, online this this past weekend after his performance. So that's got to help with the recruiting. Yeah, no, and that's great. And I he's mean, been playing well overall. Yeah, things just feel right. They just feel right with what's going on. So it's good to see. They're rolling in the right direction. Um, do we want to do we want to transition to a little a different ball? Yeah, the the orange ball goes the to orange the orange ball. 
orange rim. <laughs> it's it's mix season. Mix season is upon us. I'm stoked, man. Yeah, I'm pretty excited. I would say, what did what did you think of the scrimmage? Where did you get a chance to check it out? I did. Um, I watched the replay. I wasn't able to go or watch it live, but I did watch the replay. Um, the first thing that kind of immediately stuck out to me overall was like, we went from playing absolutely zero defense last year with largely the same roster to now we actually play some, play decent to good defense and actually have effort on the defensive side. That just the the defensive effort alone what just you know stuck out to me like a sore thumb. It was like, oh wow. There's some there's some energy on this side. We're playing man to man defense and we're sticking with our guys, you know. It was just night and day on that side of the ball. Um it's still, I would say, the team seems like it's a work in progress, especially on the offensive side. Uh, if you watch that game again, there was there were some offensive lulls, especially when Tiger Campbell was out of the game. I do think that will improve uh, with Singleton kind of getting back into shape, uh, coming off that injury, and him being a the backup point guard for you know what we kind of expect him to be for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's it's they look pretty decent, like solid for first game with the new coach. Um, I was happy with what I saw. Now I don't think, you know, I'm not going to make crazy predictions off that one game. Um, you know, there's definitely again, like I said, there's there's things we need to improve on if we need to be successful this season. But there is a foundation there now. I think to be successful, maybe not, you know. A deep run this year but in the next couple of years with the recruiting and with, with kind of the initial coaching that we've seen i agree i um if you listen to our last our last episode we we said that we expect um ucla basketball to f- finish around fourth or fifth um in the Pac-12. And I, I think this game, I mean, it kind of tempered my expectations that we are going to take a few lumps before we get it together. Oh, definitely. And, and the reason why I say that is because uh, we weren't sharp, and I don't expect us to, but it's just at the beginning, I noticed how, like you said, like Tiger is really going to be a fundamental uh, part to the ball movement on offense. And it's not going to be pretty if we don't have guys who can shoot and guys that are on you know so one singleton who's not healthy at the moment and when he gets you know more healthy i would imagine in in january he's better in better form we'll get to see like guys hitting shots you know until then it's gonna be i would say a little bit inconsistent we have to ride with it and not you know get our hopes up that if we lose to North Carolina or, you know, the other schools that are going to be coming in much more prepared uh, or just more experienced. But uh, I did I did like what I saw as well, you know, and I, I like it, how you saw how the team grew with confidence. It was, you know, first of all, Stanislaus State, I never knew how to basketball team, which I found wonderful because when I think of Central Valley, Stanislaus State is not a, a basketball program I think of. So, <laughs> first of all, when I found out we were scrimmaging them, that was uh, that was I just wanted to see the jerseys and see 
if this was a real thing, if we didn't just, uh, you know, make up a team from the Central Valley. But anyways, so in that regards, I, you know, this team came out and they were they were pretty hungry. You know, they're excited. That's probably the biggest venue they're going to play in all year. And um, they gave us, you know, their fight until obviously our players who were just much more talented than them. And bigger. Uh, and bigger were just able to get into better form and get into a rhythm, and we saw that you know play out. But Tiger, yeah, he was such a bright spot. Singleton is going to get healthy. Uh, it was fun seeing Sharif, you know, do his dunk and just seeing him out there after what he's you know gone through the past year. Um, and our big men, I'm I'm excited for them. It was yeah, interesting. We, what did you think of the the starting lineup with Olinsky? Um, I you know. I, I, People, some people are going to be mad about it. I, I've always said that Alex Olszewski is a, a useful player to have. Um, a lot of you know, a lot of people derided him for not being UCLA level talent, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I, I don't care to go into any of that. You know, he is a UCLA player at this point for the past three or four years. However long he's been there, it feels like he's been there for ten. Um, so you know, none of that matters. Uh, you know, I think he, he brings experience and leadership. He, you know, has always seemed like a pretty good kid, seems to work hard. Uh, I've never heard anything bad about him. Um, and he's, he's a decent shooter from three, so he's, he can be a solid stretch four. And just for that leadership and experience, I think it's worth, you know, having him start, especially to start out the season, like, you know, keep some of the young guys calm, um, you know, if things are going a little bit south here and there. Um, during games. And so, you know, that I, I didn't mind that. I do think at a certain point he will probably not be starting d- uh, down the stretch. I mean, we have a pretty deep front court. Um, but, I, uh, you know, I think Sharif or, or um, Riley at some point will probably be, be starting over him. But, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't hate that. Um, it will be interesting to see kind of the offense... Um, evolving especially how young they are so one thing that also stuck out to me was um Jaime Jaquez is that how you say his name yeah that's close Jaquez yeah Jaquez um he looked very polished and very composed for a true freshman coming in and he can score I think he he he's going to be a big part of of the offense um Jake Kaiman looked very uh, young and rattled out there for his first game, um, but we know he can shoot. So, you know, if we can get him going a little bit to be a spot-up three-point shooter, um, and if Haquez can kind of build, you know, coming into his first game, you know, I know it's it's against Stanislaus State, but regardless of the opponent, that's a, it's a big stage you're kind of jumping onto all of a sudden as a freshman, and he looked good. Um and then, you know, Chris Smith, I think, he seems to have kind of had the light turn on, and I think he's going to be a huge key to this offense. Um, if he can really put it together, get a consistent, you know, jump shot from range and use his athleticism to to be able to score the ball around the rim consistently, like, this offense will be much, much, much better. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And then I also, I mean, 
along with that, Chris Smith, in terms of the other bigger guys, Cody Riley, he had 11 points. And I think he's going to be key for, you know, protecting down low. Uh, but I'm expecting a bigger year, big year from him. Yeah. Riley, Riley and Hill, I think, need to need to or going to need to step it up a little bit because they're they're the more athletic kind of stronger guys. I would you know put Sharif more as a stretch four. He's not a banger down low. Um, and so it's it's a deep team. Um, one thing I will note, kind of as a more negative side, like Prince Ali still looks the same. I mean, he was getting beat so badly. He just, I don't, you know, you just don't know what to say at this point. Like, I want him to play better. You know, he's there at media day. He's He looks like he, you know, he loves UCLA, but it's just he hasn't lived up to the billing. Right, and I, I don't expect him to at this point. You know, he's been there for five years, his fifth year, fourth yeah. year. I don't know. He also seems like he's been there for ten years. Um He's king now, King Ali. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's ascended the throne. <laughs> oh, man, he's nowhere near being King Ali. Um, yeah, it's, it, you know, he's frustrating because he has a lot of talent. You've seen the athleticism. We all remember that big dunk against uh, Kentucky and Pauly. There's a lot there to work with, yet he, you know, defensively he's undisciplined still, which, you know, I got to think at some point Mick is not going to let that fly. No, he's not. And he, he's going to either ride the bench or, you know, have to improve. It's, it's, that's what it's going to come down to. I, he, every shot fake that Stanislaw State had, like, he bit on. I can't think of a single one where he did not bite on it. <laughs> like, it's just, he, he just leaves his feet. He's just, yeah, there's... It's it's unfortunate, and you know we were hoping you know maybe with the change of scenery we would see the light kind of turn on for him as well, but it doesn't seem that way. So yeah, know. and it, I mean to add to it, he hurt him. You know he he, right, he, he injured his injured. ankle. So it's going to be interesting to see how other players ascend and take advantage of the opportunity, and if it's at the expense of Ali's uh, playing minutes. And it, it may not be. He may be back. But, again, I mean, it's to be seen. I'm excited. I'm cautious. I'm optimistic, but I'm also cautious of, of what to see. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, go into this. Uh, I think I'm actually more level-headed with basketball so versus <laughs> football. And so I'm going in just expecting us to take our lumps, but to get it together. And um, if we make the tournament, I'm happy. Uh, and I just want to see growth with this team this year. And I'm excited for Mick to just build the foundation and to get fans back in, um, you know, by the end of the year. Yeah, I look, I, I think the kind of lowest thing like the bare minimum this team should be able to do with the talent and depth that it has is to make the tournament, you know, beyond that, I wouldn't ask much more for it, you know, finish in the top, you know, four of the pac 12, which is very doable at this point, you know, Arizona lost Dutrieve to suspension. Who knows when he's going to be back? Um, you know, Washington will be good. Arizona will be, or sorry, Oregon will probably be still pretty solid as well. Um, but you know, from a from a talent 
perspective, we have as much talent as those teams do as well. So you know, that shouldn't be a factor in the, in the long run. Uh, so, you know, that's kind of, that's how I kind of view it as bare minimum, you know, finish towards the top of the Pac-12, um, you know, compete for the title. Hopefully if we come short, I, it's acceptable for me in my, in the first year. Um, but still make the tournament. Like that's that's kind of where um, Cronin would start to lose me a little bit the first season if we just didn't, you know, get to close to the tournament. Um, there should be no reason for for UCLA not to be in the tournament. Yeah, we'll see. I like I said, I'm happy if we do. I ha- I want us to just be competitive in the conference. But given how weak the conference is, if we finish fourth or fifth, I don't know how much of a chance we have, and that's my biggest thing. That's uh, fair. So th- it's not necessarily. I wouldn't use it as a measuring stick in my eyes. Um, more so, just is a team showing progression, and hopefully, and then if the wins are there, like if we make a big run in the Pac-12 tournament, you know in vegas then yeah i think we have a case but we'll see it's just tough i i guess if we were if the pac-12 was one of the best you know um basketball conferences i would completely agree but i just think there's other forces to be uh taken in consideration to holding us out that's that's totally fair i get that um yeah i just you know i don't i don't know how how you want to cut it, but I just I just want to see this team back in the tournament. Yeah, I, and that, I, I mean that that's the standard for you. Yeah, and then I I agree too because it is frustrating when you see um, when we're measured against other blue buds bloods those you don't get measured upon um, you know making the tournament you know this decade it's like you have consecutive tournament appearances and it it would be nice to get that to start going again you know um, right. And because Kentucky, at the end of the day, I think they have the most wins. So I just, I would love wins. Um, and I would love to be in a tournament. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it is the expectation. I think it's the bare minimum for UCLA fans uh, in terms of our expectations. I just don't want to put that on Mick. And like I said, I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be sad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I've had, you know, this this football season's already taken a toll on me. And so... Oh man, yeah. I mean, you know, like I think when it all, you know, at the end of the season when it all shakes out, I think we'll be there. That's just my sort of uh, macro prediction of the the season. I don't know how we'll get there. Whether it's going to be, you know, winning the Pac-12 tournament or winning the Pac-12 or you know, getting a a seed, you know, because the Pac-12 is actually better than we thought, and we end up in you know the second or third team in from the Pac-12. I I don't know. Um, how we'll get there, but I do think we will get there in some capacity. Um, and I hope it's not some stupid first four game and say, hey, we made the tournament. Like, I hate that shit. So I don't want that. But I, I see you use macro. Your NBA is coming out. Uh, I, took, I took econ a while ago. I don't remember anything. <laughs> uh, but Supply, demand, something. I, I that sounds know. right. Um, so yeah, and then the the game, the first game is this Wednesday, uh, or maybe today, depending on when you're listening to this. Uh, it may have been tomorrow, 
but it's coming up and um i'm it's interesting long beach state is now changing their mascot to the beach so that <laughs> that was announced today long beach state the beach so we are playing the beach um it's just so many puns you can come up with that what were they before oh, the the niners the 49ers they were the 49ers that's right <laughs> yeah which is also hilarious, but I won't go into that as well. But anyways, they moved from a, one mascot that is uh, borrowing from an NFL team um, and also one that our, our old football coach coached a one, and then to now just to sand. So anyways, that's our that's uh, SoCal for you. Yeah. Uh, Long Beach State's always a, a tough out. Now they're, they, those guys come into Poly, I feel like, every time and try to prove something. You know, there are a lot of SoCal kids, um, and they always play hard. Yeah, they always do. And they always have, like, some short guy who's, like, 5'4", and I swear he's, like, the reincarnation <laughs> of Nate Robinson or Earl Boykin. So I'm really, I really hope they just have some short guy who goes through, like, one of our players' legs since we have, like, the tallest guys in the West. Um, and that'll that's be just a UCLA <laughs> thing, though, to let some guy that's under six foot go off. Yeah, and they're not even – they're, like, 5'4", or, like, 5'5", five five, not even, like, average height. They're just extremely <laughs> short. So I'm excited to see what Long Beach State brings out, you know, of the um, – the the outcast of you know the really talented and, and the kids who have heart but they're gonna I, I like you said I expect them to give us a game I don't know if I want to do p- predictions for basketball either you might have to hold off on that but yeah. of course we expect a win um, but I expect a tough game and then we make adjustments I'm curious to see the adjustments this season that would be the most compelling aspect of uh, mix offensive calls. I'm just excited to say, see a little bit of defense played. Yeah. That's all. Like, just give me a little defense and we'll be good. Just give Zed a little defense. That's all he needs. I just, you know, I, I just don't want to see open corner three after open corner three or open just drives to through the lane. Like, I don't, I, I don't want to revisit that. Um, yeah. But, you know, and, and based on the first game, I don't think we will see a lot of that. And I, if we do, I think, you know, guys who are, are letting up on that side of the ball will be pulled. Mick Cronin does not seem the, uh, the type of guy to pull those kinds of punches. And if there is an issue with any specific player or players where they're not giving effort on that side of the ball, I think he will make the change. And I'm all for that. Um, and so, yeah, we'll see what we do against kind of a, a actual D1, you know, team. This one's a... I'll be at the game, so uh, I'm interested to see how the crowd will be. Um, you know, first season of a first... The, uh, of a new coach. Uh, see how we're, we're getting, getting kind of the fan base involved and, and how the marketing's doing on that front. I, I don't expect it to be full, but I hope I'm wrong. Mix called everybody and told everyone to come, so hopefully someone's listened. Yeah, hopefully you got your robocall. What are you talking about, robocall? That was him, man. Oh, sorry. He, yeah. He's the type of guy who would call everybody. He would. <laughs> um, and then he'll speak to your whole family. 
Hell yeah, and, he's and like get, he, he, he's trying to recruit you as a fan. Yeah. Oh, they're a Trojan. Give me the phone. Yeah. Let me tell you why. Seriously. Um. Yeah. So and and we ran. I don't know if you got the emails. Like ten dollar tickets for for Halloween. They called it the Micker Treat. That is great. I didn't get that. I'm out of the vicinity, so that's um, awesome. So you know, hopefully the the lure of of cheap tickets and and a new coach and some talent on the team and you know Shaq's son is a big draw. Um, Sharif is a big draw. Hopefully, and and we'll get some get a decent sized crowd in there on on a Wednesday night. It's an eight p.m. game here, so it's a little bit later, uh, which which mitigates some traffic issues people seem to cite for not going to games so yeah you know, and i and i think Shaq is everything uh, but he's guaranteed to be there for his for his first game so if you want to go see big Shaq, go to the game and he hangs out in westwood anyways so that's true it's he's like a local local Shaq. local Shaq. um um, yeah. So other so then there should we do a rundown of you know the other UCLA sports that we uh, yeah. always neglect but are excellent. Definitely, um, you know our soccer teams have been sort of on a struggle bus this season. Um, the women are still going. I think the men are also still going, but they just had their final home game a week or two ago. I could be wrong about that. For men's uh, soccer. Yeah. We just lost to Stanford last night. We did night. just lose. That's right. I saw yeah. That's but we can forget about it. <laughs> um, our swimming and diving team has been doing well. Yeah, they have been excellent. Um, um, and the girls, they actually they play SC this week. So it's at Friday at um, the stadium at 6 p.m. So make sure to come out for that. Well, there you go. Um and it's beat SC week, of course. It's always beat SC week, but we'll uh, we'll coin it for this one. <laughs> always, you can't. Um, water polo. What are where are we with men's water polo? Water polo had a huge rally um, last week against Cal, and they were down and they rallied the hell out of the game. Um, I don't know what they're ranked, but they're definitely like top one. So. We'll take that. They were two last time I checked. Yeah, they're probably top two. I think they're number two. They're number two when they play Cal, but I like to just think they're top one for us now. Right. Um, yeah, so they're they're always good, so I expect them to be competing for the title. Um, right, they're still number two. I just checked. Dang it. They took down number number eight Cal. Who's number one? Um, I don't know. Let me look that up. It's us. Just we'll leave it. It's us. <laughs> I literally just said we're number two <laughs> and number one. Um, let's see. And then volleyball. How's volleyball doing? Stanford is still number one. Oh, let's see. I just rather Boo. it be us. Boo. Um, volleyball. Let's see. We're, we've been pretty up and down. Yeah. Of that much. And we are currently. 
No, we're ranked 23. We were just got ranked today. So more up than down, but you know. Yeah, last we lost to number 12. Washington. Is this men's? No, women. Sorry, this. Is oh, okay. Yeah, because women's have been actually they've picked it up over the past few right. matches. Yep, when Pac-12 play started, they started playing pretty well. Yeah, so that's good to see. Yeah, so, uh, and then I know golf is going. Women's golf is going right now. Yeah. I have not kept up with the the golf team. Uh, neither, neither. So if anybody else wants to chime in, please, please do. We need a golf expert. Yeah, please come on to the podcast. We'll have you come on, and you can do the golf bit. Um, gymnastics is coming up soon, right? Yes, gymnastics. In a yeah, in a co- month or two, I think and that will be interesting to see with the new coach, um, with you know Miss Val retiring. Um, you know the talent is still there. Kyla Ross is still there. Uh, and so it, we'll see how how the transition with the new coach goes. Um, I and I expect it. You know, he's been there for know 20 years or something so i expected to hopefully go pretty smoothly but it will be interesting to see how we we start off with the new coach in in gymnastics but i'm i'm excited for that as well you know i I, we try to go to a couple meets a a year and they're always a ton of fun uh, and they're always so good yeah and then also speaking of um just while we're on women's sports uh basketball they're, we ranked number 11 in the preseason, which is yes, so great to uh, see. I can't remember the last time we were that high, but our I team can't is... I we forgot. Yeah. Women's basketball, I mean, has been turning up the last couple of years. I mean, we've been on a pretty good trajectory in terms of improving every year. So I'm very excited to see what they do this year. They have a lot of talent and a lot of depth now. Um, you know, we lost a few players over the last couple of years on... I can't even say her name. Um, I know who you're talking on, about. On Yeware? Yeah. That's a good um, attempt. It's good enough. Everybody yeah, Jordan knows. Canada obviously is gone, but you know, there's still a lot of talent, and we're recruiting at a high level. Um, also, there's this Jordan Canada um, poster up here in New York. I got to take a picture of it. I'm going to post it for us, but... Um, it's so great to see how she's doing in the WNBA. She's been killing it. She's been great. And she's she played for USA this summer. She's just, yeah, she's what we thought she would be. She's a stud. Yeah, I, I'm excited for her, for uh, kind of her career to keep getting better. And, oh, yeah, yeah and Japrice. She's, she's a good representative. Japrice is going to be good, the girl who yes. comes in. She's going to be good. I'm looking forward to her. To seeing yeah, her we, play. Uh, you know, Co- Coach, Coach Close has that, that program rolling in a, in a good, good direction. So we're, I hope they build on the last season while we're Elite Eight. Yeah, Elite we're Eight. We're close to getting in that Final Four, so maybe we'll break through this season. Yeah, I mean, it makes no sense why our girls' basketball team doesn't have the history uh of champions so i think everybody knows the potential this school has um in all sports but especially in women's basketball and we see um the momentum going that way so i hope 
you know, close, she, she can get us there. Um, yeah, definitely. And, you know, it's, that's not to say we don't have any history. And we have, you know, and, and Drysdale Myers, they did win a championship before it was an NCAA sport. So it's not like. That's um, true. There's nothing there. But, but yeah, it, it, you would think we have a, you know, we, we'd be on that kind of uh, Tennessee or, or Stanford level of, of basketball history on the women's side. And unfortunately, we just haven't gotten there for whatever reason. Um, but, you know, maybe Coach Close will get us into that tier soon. She certainly has us going in that direction right now. Yeah, and we're all avoiding a pun here, but yeah, she'll get us there. <laughs> oh man well and i think on that note <laughs> <laughs> we are uh close to finishing up if not there uh, yeah, um, i think i think so so yeah we'll be back um you know after the first couple of basketball games next week we'll we'll go through those and see how how we're doing there um and then you know after not this coming Saturday, but the Saturday after that with the Utah game. Yeah. Um, hopefully, you know, we have some, some good things to say about that, and we'll see. Um, but, yeah, other than that, I think we're going to gonna wrap up. and One, one last yeah. thing. If you made it to this part, you're probably wondering why we didn't mention the Arizona State game. Uh, we will eventually, uh, but we just wanted to talk about the development of the team. I know most of our, our, our more specifics were on the Colorado g- game, but we'll go into that at the end of the season. Um, but yeah, that was, you know, another ass whooping, uh, which was great to see, but big win. yeah, UCLA sports are, we're winning. So let's keep it going. Yeah. Hopefully basketball starts it off on a positive note Wednesday. Um, But yeah, other than that, I think we'll catch you guys next week and go Bruins. Go Bruins.